session that we have is uh, by Camilla. She'll be talking about how the solution to your biggest business challenges might be a squiggle away. So before we start, I'll introduce uh, you to Camilla. She is the founder of Just As Squiggle. She's also the head of sales development and strategy at Google and an amazing speaker. She'll be talking about provoke the genius within, how the solution to your biggest problems and challenges might be just a squiggle away. Over to you, Camilla. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with, with all of you here. So thank you for having me. So yes, for the next 10 minutes, we're going to be speaking about how to go from problems to possibilities using creative thinking. So you, a lot of you might be thinking right now, okay, where do we go from here? What happens now? Amidst a global pandemic, amidst economic slowdown, amidst social division, amidst huge economic changes like automation, which in only five years, will render 35% of the skills that are seen today necessary completely obsolete. And by 2030, not only may we reach irreversible climate change, but also more than 800 million global workers could lose their jobs to robots. Just think about it. As if one day the entire European continent would wake up without a job. So where do we go from here? You might be thinking, okay, I'm hopeless, I'm helpless, what do I do? And I actually think all hope is not lost. If we can actually untap into one of our most foundational human skills, something that we have forgotten, but it's critical to solve any of our biggest business and global challenges. And that is creativity. In a survey done to more than 1,500 CEOs, they rank creativity above management, above discipline, above vision. They know that creativity boosts bottom line, increases market share, sparks greatness, and sparks innovation. So no wonder that the World Economic Forum is ranking creativity as the single most important skill in the world for all business professionals today to master. That's why companies no longer just want someone who can write code, they want someone who can dream up of a new software to fix old problems. But yet 61% of all the executives don't actually see their companies as creative. They're always waiting for someone, something out there to come and give them a solution. But the reality is, I actually think we're looking in the wrong place. We have created this kind of creative helplessness. And we're just, something, we're just waiting for someone or something to do something about things. The reality is, and what I wanna to prove to you, is that the solution to your problems are often right in front of you. So let's go and do a small exercise, okay? I want you to just grab a piece of paper. You have a piece of paper around you, okay? And I want you to draw a bird, any old bird. And you have 20 seconds. Go, I'll wait for you here. You have 20 seconds. Almost there, 10 more okay. seconds. Wonderful. Okay, think about it. What type of bird did you draw? Was it something you have seen before? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I want you to draw five squiggles. Just five squiggles. Just go and draw. Five squiggles and you have five seconds. Go for it. 
Perfect. So now that you have your five squiggles in front of you, let's transform those squiggles into birds. Let's add a few triangles here, a few circles here. Let's take 10 seconds to do that. Just have fun with it. Take your squiggles, just draw a couple of more things around them. No pressure, all of those squiggles look really nice. Perfect. Now just take one, the one that you really, really like, the one that looks more like a bird to you, okay? And then add a few more details to that one. Just take a couple of seconds to do that. And voila, you just discover a new species. And look how quickly you did it. So what does that prove? That you're a squiggle genius? Yes, you are a squiggle genius, but something more important that creativity is often blocked off from us. You probably noticed that when you were creating your bird, your first bird, your brain went to something familiar, something you've seen before, probably a picture of a bird that you've seen in the past. And that's okay, that's how we learn. Our brain is going to use information it has, have, it has used before, it has seen before. And that is great because it allows things like not learning how to use a fork and a knife every time you eat, but it has some negative implications. It means we always think thoughts we have always thought. So we stop testing and iterating. So this way, their brain, our brain is keeping us safe, but safe is no way to innovate. So in a creative thinking study that the NASA did a couple of years ago, 95% of the five-year-olds that they tested, they ranked in the genius level. But in a longitudinal study they did, this percentage decreased every year. By the age of 10, only 30% of them score as geniuses. By the age of 15, only 12% ranked as geniuses. And by ev for everyone else that is above 30, they only rank 2% as geniuses. And I mean rank or score as geniuses because it doesn't mean that you're not all creative geniuses. You are. But the problem is that we have forgotten how to access our creative thinking potential. So to be able to untap into our brain's potential, we need to train our brains. And we need to help our brain think thoughts it has never thought before. And we can do that with provocations. We have to provoke our brain. And provocations can be as simple as a squiggle, like what you, we just did. Provocations is anything that takes you out of your common way of doing things. It's brain food. And if you give more of these provocations to your brain, your brain becomes more powerful. So I'm gonna teach you a technique that we've used many, many times at Google and I've done with many, many of my customers in my company. And it's all about provoking your brain and challenging all the rules and assumptions about a situation or a problem that you might have. So in this case, for example, I'm gonna challenge my, my uh, I'm gonna create a new bar experience in New York City. So I'm gonna put all the rules and assumptions I have about bars in the city. I know that they open at night, they have a bouncer at the door and they're loud. So now to provoke my brain, I'm gonna challenge it with three questions. What if I do something weird? What if I exaggerate the rule? And what if I do the opposite of the rule? So in this case, what if I do something weird? 
Well, this bar is going to be inside a library. What if I exaggerate the rule? It's going to be open 24-7. And what if I do the opposite of the rule? Instead of a bouncer, it's going to have a librarian at the door. So what I'm doing right now is creating a list of thoughts. I'm just generating ideas here. And this is going to help me think thoughts I've never thought before. So in this case, my new bar experience is going to be the newest New York City bar inside a New York City library, available 24-7 only if you can quote a book at the entrance. This is called the revolution technique. Some of our greatest creative leaves have come from revolution. Someone, somewhere, started with the fact that humans cannot fly. But then other people like Leonardo da Vinci and the Wright brothers decided to break the rule. So you might be thinking, okay, great, I have a lot of ideas. So how do I know if I have a good idea? Well, research shows that in creativity, quantity equals quality. The best way to have an idea is to have lots of ideas. Often, the best ideas come at the end of that list. So once you have given the ideas time to be nurtured and being expansive, then we can put reductive thinking processes in place to start generating value. So think about it. With just a few squiggles and creative thinking, we brought diversity of ideas into this room. We created more than 100 types of different birds out of thin air. So imagine the potential for your companies, for your teams, if your teams could actually bring or create 10 more squiggles, bring 10 times more ideas to, your, to the table, challenge the norm and revolutionize processes and products, what would that look like for your business? That is the power of creative thinking, the ability to untap into your brain's potential to solve problems in original ways. And that is how we go from problems to possibilities. It's all about flexing your dreaming muscle. It's not about taking shortcuts anymore. So instead of being too relying on the future of quantum computing, think about the quantum computing you already have in your heads. Let your ideas take flight. Your inner creative genius is just a squiggle away. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks, Carlo. We'll take up the questions now. We have quite a few of them coming in. How does psychology aid in overcoming challenges? That's a great, great question. When we think about challenges, we think about things we've always thought before. A challenge is just your brain going into the vault of experiences and saying, this sounded like a challenge in the past. So when we're trying to think about creative thinking alternatives, we're trying to block that from our brain and saying, forget about that. Whatever was in the past, it is done. What I'm going to give you now, brain, is other type of things to think about. And that helps us put like a blank slate in front of our brain. So we stop thinking thoughts we've always thought before and stop putting experiences at the center of what we've done and really revolutionize our way of thinking. So that's a way of overcoming challenges is really provoking our brains with new um, things to think about. Okay, so the next question that we have, how do you keep my, how do I keep my team in creative edge consistently? Any recommendation or specific activities? So, yes, great question. You can hear so, me, okay, good. <laughs> I can, <laughs> it's a great question. So with that in mind, uh, for example, you might be doing planning for 2021 right now. 
you might be thinking, okay, I have a new challenge in front of me, a new year ahead of me. What do I do? One of the greatest creative moments of the year is planning. So next time that you're doing planning with your team, think about how do you start provoking their brains? How do you bring, for example, a creative session or a brainstorming session as the kickoff of that, uh, of that process? A lot of the times when we think about uh, uh, brainstorming, we just go into a room and we just have a blank slate in front of us and we just hope people just start putting ideas and something magical will happen. The reality is that brainstorming works only if we have a good process in place for brainstorming. So there's three things that you have to think about brainstorming. One of it, the number one is, it has to be a safe space. It has to allow for all the ideas to be okay. So signaling to your team, the next hour, everything goes, everything counts. There's no bad ideas here. We're just being expansive at this point. So it's very important that everyone feels safe. The second thing that is very important as well is just to, pro to give them a provocation. If you just give them a blank wall and you expect them to come up with ideas, their brains are not gonna work like that. So you have to provoke them. You can utilize a couple of um, impact questions. You can use an exercise like we just did right now about mm -hmm. a squiggle. You can um, give them a situation and then start thinking about what do we do around the situation. You can use the revolution technique. Um, at the end of this session, I'll, I'll give you uh, a link for the five top provocations that you can use with your team so you can start this process. And then the third point is, uh, your brain works in two different ways. When you're in a collective space and you wanna kind of put all the ideas out there, but sometimes your brain just needs a little bit of time to just go in into its own and just think for a second. So when you're doing brainstorming, allow time for your team to write their notes and write their ideas on their own and then provide the space for all of them to share. So that's that's just a good moment for practicing creative thinking. To right. So next question is pretty interesting actually. Uh, it says, I choose a lazy person to do the hard job because a lazy person will find the easy way of doing it, said by Bill Gates. So how true has it, has it been for a problem solver like you? Huh. Okay. Uh, I think it's about the mindset. If you are putting the right mindset in front of people, and if you're telling them, um, if you're creating this atmosphere about we're here to innovate, we're here to create, we're here to do things differently, then people, independently of how they behave in the past, they might just be willing and open to doing things. So as the manager of a team, as the leader of a session, you have to make sure that the most important thing is that you're creating the right conditions for everyone to succeed and for all ideas to come out. It's what we, what we, what we call diversity of thought. It's right. great to have diversity in our rooms, but it's not only face diversity, it's about thought diversity. And for it to be useful for all of us, we have to create the right atmosphere to, to, for that to evolve. Right. Uh, so next question that we have is, how do you define ingenuity? So how can you cultivate it within an organization? ingenuity i love that so i love the concept of ingenuity because it's going back to our all five-year-old so remember that i told you that those five-year-olds were creative geniuses there is a little bit of ingenuity there their brains are not wired they're not filled with a lot of experiences and a lot of baggage ours is so really thinking about creative thinking is on tapping into your five-year-old brain is really creating ways for your brain to think like we did when we were five years old. 
That's why a lot of the creative thinking processes involve having fun, involve activities, involves colors, involves markers. Why? Because we're trying to untap into our brain's energies and potential that we had when we were kids. And that comes with the ingenuity. So if you're thinking about how do we put it in practice for our businesses, we really need to untap into our five-year-olds. And okay. the way we do that, again, it's provoking your brain. There's so many techniques to do that. Happy to share more with that with you. But the point of all of this, we need to make sure that our brains are not wired into the typical, well, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Or we've always done it this way. Like imagine what would have happened with, for example, Apple, if they thought about leaving computers the way that they've always been. So that's the way that we have to think about innovation. Right. Next one that we have is, uh, what is the best way to test new ideas into pilot tests before we take them to the market? Can we start with the internal team? Yes, perfect. Testing and iterating is the base of creativity and creative thinking. One of the processes that we use, for example, is design thinking. Design thinking is one of the many methods that you can use, but one of the major or more important pieces of that is testing, testing and iterating. So prototyping, the first thing is when you have an idea and you're ready to kind of test it, the first thing is prototype it, create a prototype, something that makes it a little bit more tangible because what you want to do with that is test it in a, in, in a couple of safe environments before you tested it out in the market. Right. And a prototype doesn't have to be something fancy. It could be something as simple as a video. It could be something as a, a interview that you do with someone. It could be a sketch. It could be something very simple. The point of it is that allows you to get feedback from your possible client or from your possible group of people. So as much as you can do that and repeat that process, you're always going to force the, the brain, you're always going to force the process to be um, uh, uh, iterative, iterative. So that means you can always change, you can always evolve, you can always make it better. So it is absolutely crucial that any process, any product, any service that you're thinking uh, put out there, please prototype and test before you launch. Right, great. So the next question is like one of my personal favorites that I see in the whole uh, section is staying focused to arrive at a solution versus taking off your mind of the challenge then to arrive at a solution. How do you balance that? I missed the first part of that. Uh, the so first, so there are two types of people who uh, the thinking would be right. Some people would be staying focused at a problem to arrive at a solution, right? They'll not leave that problem until they arrive at a solution. While there are other set of people who would like leave that problem aside, take off their mind from that challenge and then, you know, come back and then arrive at a solution with a fresh mind. So how do we balance that? Perfect. So that happens because our brains have two different types of waves alphas and, and, and betas. And what that means is when we're in a, in a state in which we're super focused, like for example, when we're like in focus mode in, in our work, we can only see what's in front of us. The current challenge, when we're in alpha mode, like for example, we're in the shower and we're taking a bath and we're driving, our brains are not focused on one specific thing. They're just wondering. Those are the specific moments where ideas come. So think about it. When you're like probably in the shower, that is like, oh my God, I had the biggest idea in the world. That's because your brain is in an alpha state. So what we're trying to do with creative thinking techniques is to kind of get your brain into that alpha mode. So when you're trying to do that in your team, one of the easiest way to do them is get them out of your normal conference room. Mm. A conference room is created to get you into like that beta uh, wave. Like be proactive, 
do, 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 work, work, work. But for, it, for us to be able to innovate and think thoughts we've never thought before, we have to get out of there. So think about where, where can you take your, your team meeting next time that is not in a boardroom? Take it in a park, do a walking meeting, anything that takes you out of your comfort zone. And that will allow your brain to spark uh, different ideas. Right. So uh, actually adding to the answer that you had given, uh, Camilla, there's another question, which is very interesting. Like, how do you handle management that says that they are open to creativity, right? But they don't ever take any creative actions. How do you talk to them? How do you convince them? That's a great point. Yes, it all starts. Um, it is, it's, a, it's influencing for sure. So when you're thinking about a creative moment, whether it's you're planning right now or you're trying to come up with a new idea, in, in, involving a senior management from the beginning is very important. So just making sure that they're part of the process makes it much more easier. One of that, that is number one. Number two is, while you might be pitching the idea and they may be like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. One important thing to keep in mind here is you're not promising anything at this point. You're just telling them, we have a problem. I know that we can get possibilities, but we need your help and your support to make it happen. And signal from the beginning what is the asks you need them to do for, for X thing to happen. So if this is the problem, and here's the promise that I'm telling you I'm going to provide to you. Here's the things I need from you for the process. So it's definitely a journey. It's not easy sometimes, but as much as you can channel uh, bringing people along from the beginning and making them a champion of the process is going to make things easier. Right. Amazing. Thank you, Kamala. I think that will be the last question for us. We are uh, done with our time for this session. I have a few more questions that I'll be sending out to you on your mail. Probably you can answer them there. Uh, thank you again for the wonderful session and making it easy for us to solve the problems. Absolutely. And for anyone else that wants to um, get more provocations and really get additional tools to work uh, on creative thinking for your teams, you can go to www.justsquiggle.com and you can download them there for it. I'm happy and excited to work with you. Thanks, Kamala. Thank you so much for joining in today. Thank you.